Greetings ladies and mental gents, and welcome to this batch video of one-shots taken from the HUPI subreddit. The links to the originals will be down below, and as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do so, please consider subscribing, because for those that don't, you will be visited later on by a biomass-eating cloud of sentient nanites. Story number one, Negotiations, written by Hidden Fox. Out of all the species in the galaxies, humans are some of the least aggressive. Humans are polite, calm, and choose to compromise over conflict. It has been this way for decades. Humans are not the most popular species, and finding a human on most planets is very difficult. Many believe that their natural drive for compromise is due to the lack of population. The Tinker thought there was a weakness. The human ambassadors would seed planets and systems over fighting. The Tinker was some of the most aggressive species in the galaxy, and by far the most aggressive to sit on the council. They wanted war with humanity. However, the council forbids war, unless in self-defense. Another cowardly rule by the humans. So the Tinker came up with a solution, a new form of warfare. They called it a fright war. A tanker agent would go to a human world and cause as much chaos as possible. Bombings, murder, the like. The first tanker agent on a human world was completely unbothered. They managed to pull off a string of robberies, murders, and bombings. Of course, if caught, this agent would not be related to the tanker hierarchy and was just being a predator amongst prey. Things came to a head when the agent took an adolescent spawn of one of the planetary overlords hostage. For hours, the humans begged for the tanker to let the spawn go. The tanker refused, threatening the hostage. The tanker wasn't scared. These prey were at his mercy. He had killed many of this, like the spawn. The humans eventually acquiesced to his demand. A ship, bombs, and money. These prey would be dumber than they looked. The tanker moved the human adolescent out of the building that it was in, a gun to its head. The humans couldn't stop him, no one could. This was a new form of warfare. The hierarchy watched from across the galaxy. Foolish humans had broadcast this live. The tanker agent was halfway to the ship when a shot rang out. One. The bullet passed through the shoulder of the adolescent and into the heart of the tanker. Both collapsed. The human medic, a commonplace everywhere with humans, ran to the adolescent. The hierarchy was taken aback by the human's willingness to shoot through the adolescent. But that wasn't the shocking part. The whole galaxy was watching, and expected the medic to stabilize the wounded. The shocking part was that the medic did. They drew a gun and then shot the tanker's head. No human courts, no trial, no cover, only death. So, dear council, it has come to our attention that our steam tank and hierarchy was not only supporting of the attacks, but the ones who coordinated them all. Gasps of the species equivalent ran throughout the council. The human ambassador continued to read the statement given to them. It was only one ambassador this time. Faced with an unwarranted act of terrorism, confusion spread through the council. What was this terrorism? Under the Act 7391.43 of the Galactic Senate, the United Human Republics used the rights given to them by the Council to declare a defense of war against the Tenkan hierarchy. 
As we speak, and as you can most likely read in the news, human ships are attacking every tank and world. It was true. Every ambassador was looking at the news. Tank and worlds had fallen. More were falling. How did the least aggressive species create such a military? Including the tank and homeworld, we will accept nothing less than an unconditional surrender of the tank and hierarchy. No compromises will be made. Let it be said that none of the ambassadors could believe it. This war never expected to be such a peaceful race. The human ambassador straightens, looking directly at the tank and ambassador's eyes. We do not negotiate with terrorists. End of story number one. Story number two. You guys are uh, weird. Written by Cal Wallace. How many times a soul minute? Anywhere from 50 to 3,000, about uh, 50,000 in standard time. For how long? Cole paused. Well, depends. This one, he indicated to the upper forelum, six soul hours. How long is that in standard time? Too long, he chuckled. Well, like I said, depends on what you get done. Pain tolerance, that sort of thing. Fictal blinked wetly, stalks lowering to examine the colored stars. Do they display warnings? Are they tribal? Cole rubbed his mandible with an extended digits on his paws and raised his upper abdominal joints in a gesture that supposedly showed a gentle unassuredness, a.k.a. a shrug. Not for everyone, some people get them and look scary. Some get them to show their family history, or military units, things like that. Fictal used two of his eyes to look at the call, and the rest continuation to examine the markings. What does yours mean? You are a fearsome warrior, that is known. Do they document your victories? Cole made a noise of amusement amongst his own kind, loud and quite frightening, like a war cry of a berserker scream. When the din had subsided, Fikatal's stalks had extended from the safety of his carapace, and he wiped his eyes. No, nothing like that. This one, he pointed at his forearm, is my mother's name. In case you do not remember it, Cole chuckled again. This is my old marine regimen. This one, he indicated with a patch and the vibrant skin, is the flag of my hometown. Fukutal gestured towards an image of a fearsome-looking animal. Sharp, hunter's eyes, thick fur, a cunning look in the way that it held its head. What of this? Did you say that? Cole looked at him, eye-topping hair ridges raised. You want this thing? It's my pet. His name is Fluffy. Your pet? He's a cat, Cole laughed again. You guys are so weird. Fikatol didn't know what to say. You pay hundreds of units to be stabbed by a mad stranger. You get bright images, the likes of which my world would scream predator and send us in shock. Why? Why would you torture yourselves like this? We know your physical prowess. You do not need to display it. And you all call me strange. Carl smiled, a semi-predatory grin that, apparently, displayed the mirth and affection. And not a savage beast's warning. I don't know. I enjoy it. They're not for you. They're for me. They're the things I treasure. Some of them are just things I like. I got one on my rear that says your name. You have my name on your rear. It's an old joke. You wouldn't get it. There are a lot of things I would not get, Carl. So many things. And I do not think that there is time in the universe for you to explain them to me. 
Doll shrugged again. Hey, that's about how it is. Horses for courses, swings and roundabouts, takes all sorts, done it. Uh, yes? Cole slapped for Catal's carapace companionably, nearly toppling him over. You should think about getting one. You would look pretty sick with a tattoo or two. Fikital blanched. Why would you wish the illness upon me? You are all unbearingly strange. Cole smiled. Like I said, takes all sorts, mate. Takes all sorts. End of story number two. Story number three. Because it's funny. Written by Claudius Germanicus. You can't be serious. The tall, slender man screamed at the silver metallic saucer hovering over his rose garden. As if tickled by the reaction, the object hummed and displayed a line of multi-fractured lights around its sides for approximately three seconds before replying. Yes, that's right, because it was freaking funny. The object waited as the man's next reaction. It had been hundreds of galactic years since the last time he gotten to reveal the cosmos of the unwitting vassal species. These humans had been incubating for some time and had accorded excellent ratings. All the beings responsible for the idea were compensated handsomely. Why do you keep swearing so much? The object stopped humming and blinked at once in confusion. What? I said, why do you keep swearing so much? Of all the goddamned questions to fall out from behind your face horns, and you picked that one. What? What's so off about that? I'm just saying, you're only now hearing about the wonders of the universe and you've finally had answered basically all of your species' oldest questions. And the only thing that you think to ask a corporeal extraterrestrial in front of you, why he likes to use the word frick a lot. Yeah, that's about right. I just sort of figured that there's some big alien civilization up there. Maybe they'd move past swearing. I mean, obviously you haven't, and that's fine. I guess I'm just a little underwhelmed is all. The spaceship suddenly floated for a few moments, not blinking, not humming, not doing anything at all, really. Just lost in an absolute asinine display before the very eyes. Then all at once the object erupted into laughter. Wildly flashing lights and humming in a pitch that later historians would take to note was slightly out of tune B-flat. Humans! All their freaking movies about space. Their gods come from space. Their biggest damn expenditure other than war is space exploration. And even then they manage to get bored. But they're all psychopaths or something. The captain flexed his reproductive sack and thought perhaps they'd accidentally raised the planet to complete sociopaths. Given their history, it was certainly possible. He glanced over the open files displaying the juiciest bits of human history. The Bronze Age collapsed, the Ice Age extinction, Mongol conquest. It would certainly be possible. So, alright, if you're not going to ask any interesting questions, I'll just tell you stuff. Really, mate, I want to know why you guys never figured out how to quit being so damn foul-mouthed. It's really rather unbecoming of you. You're relentless. This is incredible. You still won't shut the hell up about swearing. All right, fine, you little crap. Listen up, because we're only going to say this once. If you think for a single one of your seconds that the very worst thing about our species is our liberal use of expletives, then I've got some bad news for you, sunshine. Yeah. No, 
I get it. You guys raise species to wage wars against themselves for thousands of years, bore entertainment, and then sweep in as they break the FDL travel and add a new vassal with all of the fresh tax to your little consummate confederacy. It's not that complicated, mate. Yeah, but why aren't you upset about it? The last species we informed violently committed suicide and destroyed their entire home world with shame and anger. The one before that instantly declared war and was atomized. What makes you different? I already told you why. Clearly, your biology lacks a pair of working ears. The object began humming again. This time, the entire object turned a particularly angry shade of red. We have five working ears, thank you very much, and we can hear way better. You literally are hairless apes standing on a robe in a flower garden. Do you really want to compare biology? There. I suppose it's rude to compare tentacle sizes upon first meeting. This did the trick. The object immediately slammed down to the earth, hissing as the door vaporized. A small blue creature, analog analogous to hairy, tripodal cuttlefish with a single compound eye in the middle of its face. The creature walked towards the man abruptly and came so close to their bodies they were almost touching. It angrily shot an extinction at the man and held it in one of its other appendages. This is the closest thing to my penis and I bet your planet's existence that it's bigger than yours. The Englishman roared and said, Lad... I'll take that bet. Prepare to leave this world for good. Your show has ended, and that navy I'll bet is hiding up in space can go back to wherever world you came from. With that, he loosed his trousers and placed his hands valiantly on his hips. How'd you like us now? Unfortunately for fans of cosmic gladiators, the human was a full three inches longer than the extraterrestrial, much to the shock and horror of both captain and crew. The alien went completely alabaster and sucked in his penis with a horribly clicking noise. The human made no attempt to clothe himself, instead proudly waving his member back and forth in the breeze. The stupidest smile cemented on his skull. A deal's a deal. Off you go. You're right. We're nothing if not a species of our word. But before I go, I'd just like to let you know of how much fun that we had watching you guys totally kill each other. That special with Attila was a really classic, and follow-up with the Vandals was just always makes me think of childhood. You're a talented warriors, and we wish you the best. Yes, yes, thank you kindly, and please get the frick off this planet, please. With that, the creatures turned and once again entered in through the hissing portal. The humming returned the last time as the object began to slowly rise up to the earth. Only a few meters at first, and then the height of the trees. It gave one final flash before it zipped off to the stars, leaving the man alone with his pants around his ankles and only his roses to keep him company. It was also at this moment that the local constabulary noticed that the man was standing off in his neighbor's window with his pants around his ankles. The judge did not buy his story. End of story number three. And that, my friends, concludes this batch video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you did, please consider subscribing. If you wish to support the author, there is a link to the original story, so pop over there and give him your support. If you wish to support this channel, however, there are a few ways to do so. The best and easiest would be to share this video with other people, as well as liking, subscribing, and leaving a comment. All of these things tell the algorithm that this channel is at least vaguely interesting, and then may share it with other people. 
If you wish to support the channel in some other manner, watching my other videos would also help tremendously. Or if you really, really, really like, there is a link down below to leave a tip or to join the Patreon. Any and all support is very much appreciated. And I hope that you all have a good one until the next time. And I'll see you then. Cheers.